Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And after a round of 59 nils of spoon-offs of just upsets all around, you just knew that round five Teamless Tuesday was going to throw up some absolute doozies, and that's exactly what we got at four o'clock today. Carnage right across the board, super coach stuff coming out the wazoo. Uh, it's all happening here. JT here, joined uh, by the one and only Daniel Lake, just the two of us tonight, nice and cosy. How are you, Lakey? I'm good, mate. I've got the candles lit, wine in hand. It's it's nice and intimate, just the two of us. Let's. How are you going? Oh, love and life. You know, this is our third time is a charm trying to get this podcast to work tonight. Um, as we said before, it's got funnier and funnier every time. The last two takes were some of our best material ever, most professional, insightful, comedic, witty um, banter. It's sad to lose it, but I'm sure we'll deliver again, won't we? Oh, it, it certainly makes it easier when we don't have anybody else dragging us down on this pod. But um, yeah, we've had a couple of rounds to practice some uh, repertoire. And um, yeah, I think this is going to be really smooth, really, probably our best work. Yeah, absolutely. No, have full faith in that, mate. And, you know, third time's charm. Uh, third week for you post-COVID, and it doesn't sound like the first two have gone very well for you. Anything you want to chat about? No, mate. Uh, just my team needs a new coach. Um, it needs another five trade week. It needs a reset. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you want to say? I've gone from top 4,000 pre-COVID to um, just outside the 30,000 posts. So come back like the Broncos, come back like, I mean, yeah, it's just been awful. How are you going? You're still at the top end, aren't you? Uh, I wouldn't say the top end, but I'm holding up okay. Dropped from about three and a half thousandth to seven and a half odd this week. So, oh shit, you're doing all right. Run, but that's it was a, a week. Big, that's a big yeah. drop, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can struggle, struggle street at the moment. But it was a week I actually looked back at the start when Teddy got rubbed out, when Lolo got taken out, lost Hess Saturday game. Um, played Willie Army. Look, if I managed to crack, I think I got 10.50 in the end. So I was more than happy to cop that and move on to this week where the cavalry seems to be returning. But um, yeah, luckily landed on best last week as well, which is one of the better moves I've made going early. Might be cardinal sin in previous years, but do you reckon this year is just the year that the rule book gets thrown out? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, for a lot of people who stuck to the tried and true um, strategies they didn't use those first two trades um, after round one so you're looking at basically full trades um, throughout the year so you can you can take the stab at a couple of rookies who are looking good after one game um, why not you got the trades there to get them back out when they fail 
Well, that's it. It's just a revolving door at the moment. You get guns like Teddy and Lolo going down and people are trading them out, which you know, a year ago would have been absolutely unheard of. But um, it's a year, well, unlike any other, so absolutely much of the same in Supercoach. And I think I've lost you. <laughs> Don't tell me. Did I lose you again? Just for about five seconds. It's all good. Oh, mate, saved. Thank God for that. Third time's the charm. Um, I reckon we just breeze through this. Keep going. Just push before through. It, before it turns into a Sunday solo pod yet again. But um, let's crack straight on with team news from today, uh, starting with the Thursday night game, Thursday night Broncos yet again. Manly and the Bronx down at Gosford. Big story is obviously all the changes that have been rung out at the Broncos here. Uh, something had to be done after 59-0 and... Uh, the scapegoats are Jamil Hopawadi and Jesse Arthurs, who have both been axed. Uh, Hopawadi was firming to be a pretty, pretty handy cheapie, but has been bumped back to the extendeds. Uh, for the returning Ben Teo, uh, 2,000 days out of the NRL, uh, biding his time playing the inferior version of rugby over in China or something like that, uh, has come back here and slotted straight into the bench for the Broncos. So times are tough. What do you make of the return? Uh, it's... It's kind of just screams desperation on Broncos' parts. I mean, I know they've got a couple of forwards that are down, you know, they're for feeders and whatnots, but to grab a guy, he's 33, 34, something like that. He's been playing top-grade rugby, um, but then, yeah, comes straight back into the side. And the reason the Broncos have been losing is because they've got such a massive forward pack. They need some more of those outside guys, just the quicker guys. They've mm. been exposed in that area. Um, so, yeah, why not add a couple more forwards to the pack? Oh, they're cool. Uh, Cavalry is returning in the back line in, t- in the form of Katoni Staggs, who's back from his week suspension, and Xavier Coates, uh, young gun. I think he's still 19 or something, so he slots there. Uh, interesting move, Corey Oates finally goes to the second row, so something needs to spark there. Uh, who knows what effect that will have, but he's looked like a back row for quite some time, so... Uh, for mine, it's deck chairs on the Titanic. It's going to be more of the same for the poor old Broncos this week. Uh, up against a manly side who were oof, it was a Robbed. tough one to swallow, the old... Yeah, well, if you had turbo captain like I did, you were fuming. But, um, you know, those calls will happen in this in this game and uh, good to see a referee making a call. And, you know, the funniest part is everyone says, oh, we don't need the video referee. We don't need any of this. Um, people will just cop decisions, but... You look at the furor that's come out of it and it's clear that the rugby league community just can't cop once. No, exactly right. Everybody wants the referee to stand up and make a call on his own until he makes a wrong call. Then everyone's calling for the video ref. It's just I feel bad for the blokes in the middle. It's a, you know kind of a lose-lose profession, but um, I can understand why he called it. It did um, – who was it on the – sideline Garrick um, he did catch it in front of where it was thrown but yeah when you slow it down and watch the replay um, it's it's a lot easier to make that call yeah I mean Manly didn't play too badly either um, probably should have won the game if the call went their way but uh, nonetheless for them no changes and uh, yeah looking like a tough outing for the Broncos there but for feeder TPJ um, a few of those guys coming back over the coming weeks so could be a little turnaround there, but uh, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, throw to you, mate. Warriors and Cowboys. Yeah, but before you throw to me, I'll throw back to you. What the hell happened with your boys last week? They didn't even turn up against the Sharkies. It was an awful showing by them. You would have been um, not a happy lad, would you? 
Okay, I'm cutting this podcast. You're going to cut it just there? Okay. <laughs> well, I can afford to do this because when we get down a bit further on, we're going to talk up the nights. Um, but, yeah, no, there's been a bit of a clean out following that poor showing. Granville, Hampton are gone. So, Benny Hampton is one that um, super coaches will be feeling. He, you know, obviously grabbed a couple of tries over the first two, three weeks and was looking like a good little um, cash riser. Struggled last weekend, but you do that when you don't score um, playing out in the, in the wing. Um, but big news is HTF. Um, I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to attempt the pronunciation. There you go. So that's a Cowboys faithful. Um, yeah, this was Hammertine. the young gun in the nines. He absolutely cleaned up at the nines, and everyone was frothing um, to get him in. He finally gets his chance. So I'm excited to see how he goes. Um, and as you said, um, Hess is back. Um, so a lot of people getting a bit of. Riff reprieve there um lolo not technically back still named in the extended reserves but from all reports trained today and is looking likely um so we'll see how that goes um you do you have any inside mail on cowboys news uh, no not really i think the what nrl physio has come out with and said is that it'll really depend on how he takes to training over the next couple of weeks a uh, couple of days and what paul green said the same thing so they've got a thursday captain's run where they'll make the call so Good news, I guess, for us is that the Friday game is six o'clock so early. So yeah, absolutely, uh, you don't need to be mucking around. And uh, that's it. But a bone bruise on the knee is nothing serious, but it is painful, and you don't want to go in and try and aggravate it. So um, if there's any sort of lingering effects, they'll they'll rest him in the week. But it's one that we're all going to be, you know, refreshing styles. His mail. Um, the the Warriors the Warriors I can't remember the last time a team went from keeping a side to nil to scoring nil in back to back weeks but they managed the feat um, Burr comes back he was suffering a bit of concussion issues I believe um, so he comes back into the starting side um, and causes a bit of a reshuffle um, but uh, as as I think you've mentioned. To me, or or in notes, or something like that, um, Tohu um, could be the biggest affected here. He's been going great guns over the first month, or when I say month, first four months of the competition. Um, but <laughs> he's um, he's been pushing into the middle and racking up big scores from there. So it, you know, bird back. I still say Tohu gets in there a bit. Yeah. I mean, the, the good part was I think Adam Blair was missing uh, the last couple of weeks. You had Isaiah Papali. They obviously didn't trust him there at the lock position, getting through a hefty workload in tackles and all that, and they shifted Tohu there. Um, this week with Blair back and Burr in the starting prop role, uh, it's tough to see Tohu getting moved back into the middle, which yeah, unfortunately means he might. That base gun role he was playing has is possibly come to an end but uh every chance he falls over the line uh, playing out wide yeah so we'll that's see how it. We go. and i guess um, the biggest yeah, news a from bit, a, super... uh, a little bit disappointing for my pod play yeah but the, i guess the biggest news from um the larger supercoach community is it means um katoa and jtb both hold their starting spots so that's huge news when we're trying to make as much cash from those guys as we can they're going to be great plays I don't know if I've lost you. No, 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 no. I'm here. Sorry. I thought we're going to move on. We'll just move on to the Eels and Panthers. Friday night game, blockbuster. <laughs> oh, mate. Can't wait. This is actually going to be a crack of the old Western Sydney derby. Um, big news, obviously, Cleary back. So, whether you traded him or he didn't, um, big call to make this week in terms of whether you get him back. Uh, interestingly enough, partnered by Jerome Luai, so keeping with that combination from the first couple of weeks there, 
bit of contention around that uh, Matt Burton might have stolen that spot given his good showing the last couple of weeks, particularly last game where he uh, tore the Warriors up, a couple of tries and an assist. He looked to have the inside running, but Burton's been named in 14 and Luai holds his spot. So uh, good news in terms of not having to um, make a call on Burton, I would say. The fact that Harry Grant and Bradman Best, who we'll talk about in, uh, well, short detail tomorrow, uh, given the easiness of those trades, um, Burton was looming like another potential option there, given his dual half flexibility and uh, negative break even. But um, with that move back to 14, uh, what do you what do you reckon about him? If you've already got a Grant or a Best in, is he someone you'd still look at? I think I possibly would. To me, he's. I mean, it's it's not good him coming off the bench, and he's not going to score two tries every week. But he looked really good while he was out there. Um, and a negative seventy ish be. He's only got a step foot on the field, and he's making you know fifty k. Um, and he's got 102 in his rolling average for the next two weeks. So if you've got like a Billy Walters still hanging around in your in your halfback spot, then you're going down to Burton is not a bad play for a couple of weeks just for a cash injection. But he's not at the top end of the priority um, for this for a trade in this week. I don't think. Yep. Yep. Fair call, especially now uh, in that utility role. So you're not you're not going to play him week to week. So he's purely there for the cash rises for now. Uh, we'll see where he ends up in the side uh, down the track. For the opposition, the Parramatta Eels. One change for them: Nathan Brown back from suspension. So I think they were missing a bit of grunt from him last week. Uh, coaches rushed him straight back into the starting thirteen. Near Koro back to the bench, and Takairangi drops out to the extendeds. Um, so nothing much else there from the Panthers. A bit of shuffling on the bench there. Billy Burns, who replaced Uppy Coruscant last week briefly, and Mitch Kenny drop out with Liam Martin coming in. Um, I think they bumped Liam Martin back on game day uh, for Kenny last week, so I'm not sure what's going on there. But Could be another similar reshuffle on Friday night. But yeah, as you said, these are two top teams at the moment i think they're both sitting in the top four after four weeks they both look like really good squads so it's going to be a cracker on on friday um just to see where both teams are you know sort of at in the premiership race yeah fair cool i'm interested as well to see if Uppy coruscant gets another rest he got 10 minutes spell last week um when billy burns i believe came on so yeah and depending on what I'm yeah. just wondering if that's more of a game script thing. As I said, they were they were holding the um, Warriors to nil. They were up fairly big, so it's probably a good chance to give Appy a bit of a rest considering his injury history. Um, you don't want to push him for no reason. So it makes sense in that situation. I think in this game with a bit of a closer run, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go on the 80 again, but um, stranger things have happened. Mm. Now, fingers crossed, Uppy continues to get the 80. 30, mate, uh, Saturday 3pm yeah. game, Blockbuster, Rabbitohs and Titans. I'm looking forward to this Should one. be a cracker. Um, Cody Walker returns from suspension to really strengthen the Bunnies. They, they had a pretty good showing against the, um, the Storm last week. Um, really made a game of it for the most part. Um, only pushed out to a 13-plus game on the siren, which was killing me. But... Mm. Um, <laughs> No, they looked better. They they canned the Murray wide experiment and they looked instantly better. So they're pushing right through the middle and getting quick to play the balls and Cook looked dangerous. And I thought Latrell looked pretty good on, in all seriousness. He had his by far his best game um, at the Bunnies. 
and he looked dangerous when he was touching the ball. So if they can continue on that run, there's a couple more options um, from the bunnies that I'm seriously looking at getting in my team ASAP. Um, but as far as the Titans go, how good were they? They were amazing in their game on, on um, Sunday Arvo. I know our mate Gil was absolutely cheering from the rafters. Mm. Um, not, well, It's been almost a full calendar year since they had their last win and they, they just, mm. I don't know, man. Tigers, Tigers fans will be pulling their hair out. I should have won it. Benji Marshall field goal and then three minutes to go. The short kickoff. I think Professor BJ Lelua put something up on Twitter about the uh, physics of it all and not uh, believing it. But, um, yeah, anyway, play to the whistle. Good on the Titans. you got to love seeing that sort of story. Uh, 364 days. But only the fans, uh, all 10 of them were there to see it. But um, uh, onwards and upwards for the Gold Coast. Yeah, absolutely. To see they, they looked good. They played their heart out. Um, unfortunately, you don't really see them repeating it. You don't see, I don't see them repeating it on that Saturday afternoon. And I don't see too many wins for them again this year. But of the bottom three teams, they probably look the best of them. That's it. Good enough to not make any changes for them this week. So, yeah, we've got to stick with the winning formula. So, a lot of uh, high-game players getting bumped to the bench, so or extendeds in this case. So, yeah, good on them. Yeah. All right. Well, you get to talk about my voice since I was so kind with yours. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Knights and Storm, mate, surely this is a reality check after Canberra just didn't turn up at all against you, surely. A reality check for Melbourne, is that what you're talking about? (laughs) Everyone's just overrating the shit out of you guys at the moment. Kalen Ponga, um, some guy accidentally gets his shoe stuck in the mud and um, Ponga strolls by him, but, uh, yeah, that's all I saw on his way out there. A couple of uh, phantom line breaks and all the like. Casual, uh, well, he's the new unicorn in this day and age. Mate, as a Cowboys fan, you'd be used to seeing the back of Kalen Ponga, wouldn't you? (laughs) Wow. Man, you had three goes to uh, come up with that, so I'm appreciative. That was actually quite good. But, uh, yeah, no, in, in all fairness, the Knights had... They weren't expected to win, but after the week before that 90-minute affair, I just did not pick it at all. Um, they did so well to keep in that game against Penrith, give it the carnage mid-game and some of the players they had out. And they just turned up and destroyed the Raiders, in all fairness. Raiders looked like getting back into it a little bit. But, um, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one, though. The Storm, uh, they were pretty good last week against the Bunnies, bouncing back uh, there. But... It's a very tough stretch of games that Newcastle have got here. So um, for them, in terms of team lists, Kurt Mann holds his spot, despite the ankle injury he picked up in that win. 
Um, interesting to see there what they would have done. Phoenix Crossland sitting on the extendeds at the moment as cover. So uh, if you've got man in your side there, probably a risky play given that's a sort of mid, uh, mid-weekend game, I guess you'd call it. Um, yeah, if you're playing him in your centre wing, it might be a bit of an issue. I'd be just keeping him on NPRs for that. Uh, no, no other changes for the Knights, as expected. So given the winning formula, keep that one. For Melbourne, Jerome Hughes is out with a broken hand for about a month. So did a conjecture earlier as to whether they'd move Cameron Smith there. It's always been floated the last couple of years about whether he'd move to the halfback role at some stage in a game or even full-time, given his advanced age. But they've kept him at the nine and brought in Riley Jacks off the bench there. Uh, Nelson Sofa solomona comes in after a week of suspension. Um, but, yeah, nothing crazy there in terms of team lists. Be interesting to see. I've traded out Ryan Pappenhausen this week. So Ooh, back big call. In, in, well, I was meant to do it last week, and then Teddy got uh, temperatured out of the game. So, yeah, as I am now doing with every single trade out, getting on them for an anytime try score, it's easy money <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> Makes sense. Mate, um, as far as the Knights go, Kurt Mann, I think, is still struggling with that ankle. So though he'll be given to sort of captain's run or game day, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Tex Hoy going into the halves um, and then Phoenix Crossland coming onto the bench. Um, for the Storm, I've got my eye on Branko. Um, he was a late inclusion last week. What is he, about 310K, something like that? So it could be a, a semi-cheapy next week if he can hold his spot and keep pumping out sort of Branko scores. It's Branko though. He's just a one dumb decision away from getting max trades this year, mate. Max trades doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, they're cool. I like it. Uh, Tigers and Raiders, mate. Tigers and Raiders. Both teams hurting off surprise losses last week. Um, Bateman's still not fronting, and as news came out mid week last week, back into surgery, another ten weeks roughly. Um, before we see the beautiful Brit running around down in Canberra again. Um, Rapanas. What was with, before you go on, what was all that, you know, the photo he put up after his surgery? He had like a purple arm. What was all that? I'd say it'd be bruising or something. Um, I'm not sure. I, I couldn't tell you. That'd be a question for physio, I'd say. Um, the other one, another super coach um, favorite in Jordan Rapana um, is named again, but. Still on the bench, Bailey Simonson's been favoured over the top of him. And the call was when he came in, it was match fitness, considering that he'd been over not playing Japanese rugby. Um, so it's it's an interesting call. He should be dropping cash. And as soon as he gets back into your star, uh, into the starting squad, it'll be super coaches will be jumping on at a very tasty price. Um, for the Tigers, um, big changes. Big changes for them, considering they lost to just the laughing stock of the NRL of the last year or two. Um, yeah, Tommy, Dragons would take that crown, surely. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking more more two-year run, but, yeah, you could be right. Mm. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Tommy Sangston. Calibre of, caliber of roster, the Dragons have that. Correct. Yeah, they've got, they've got multiple representatives and still churning out what they're churning out. It's fun to watch as my dad's a supporter of the tiger uh, of the dragon so it's been really fun to watch for me 
Uh, but he loves Mary. Yeah. Um, yeah, poor Dragons. Oh, mate. The, if, the Broncos bloody love them, though. They're all eyes off them for now. Just for the week, mate. They play again on Thursday. Don't stress. Um, Tigers, other outs. Robert Jennings got the cut. Um, Oliver Clark, who I thought was pretty good on the weekend, also um, given a rest. Um, Zane Musgrove back into the starting side. I didn't think their forwards were all that bad that they had to recall Zane Musgrove, but that is what it is. Um, and preseason favourite Tommy Talao gets the call up. Mm. Yeah, so he's a, he's going to be one that everyone's got their eye on in the next couple of weeks if he can cement his spot out in the wing there. It's going to be a very tasty downgrade. Um Will Kennedy's, um, Willie Army's, people you're stuck with in your center wings, you can easily dump them down to Tommy Talao. Um, but the big one from this game, Harry Grant, comes in for his third game and everybody's got to be bringing him in, right? Oh, for sure. Unless you've, uh, for whatever reason, got other fires to put out. Uh, he looks like a guy you can play genuinely in the um, in your first 17 every single week, particularly now that there's this four forward bench for the Tigers. So, uh, poor old Billy Walters, he came on and the Titans got all over the top of them. Um, it wasn't much he could do, but uh, I think old Matt Cleary's seen that and just decided Harry Grant's done enough to give him the full-time role. Yeah, absolutely. Kid looks a star. Um, and I say the only reason you're not trading him in this week is if you went early and got him last week. That would be the only excuse. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, not much, not much from the rest of the teams. Um Sunday, the early game Sunday, another blockbuster. What do you got? Oh, I just don't know how this one's going to play out. Bulldogs and Roosters. Um, Bulldogs played okay last week, and they always seem to just drag a side down with them, whether they can do that to the Roosters after what To be fair, I think the Dragons were already down there with them. I don't know if they dragged them down. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very fair point, uh, point taken. Uh, Nonetheless, big news, obviously, James Tedesco back in the lineup for the Chooks, so he'll have all eyes on him. Uh, if you like me, I traded him out last week uh, for Tommy Turbo, and now I'm looking to get him straight back in. So it's 2020. It's a new way of living. Uh, James Tedesco, this matchup, Sunday afternoon, it just has ton written all over it. So Mate, against it, the dogs. It was only two weeks ago that Turbo put 150 on these boys. So Teddy coming back in after they just towed up the Broncos for 50 and what was um, Brett Morris scored a ton. Yep. But, you know, Teddy owners have been kicking themselves. He wasn't out there. He was going for a triple ton, I reckon. But this week, yeah, he's going to be, it, as says captain to me. Hmm. Oh, I've got Turbo as captain at the moment. Don't you hate it? Because you've got two genuine yep. guys you you'd, stick the C on. You'd and love you've got to, to go the vice captain and captain on those two boys, but unfortunately. Yeah, we need a utility smart. spot on our super coach roles. Um, for those super coach bosses out there, Tommies and Copes and whatnot, get us a utility position. Love it. Love it. Right. Make it easier for us. This pullback this year is just a nightmare, trying to get that right week to week. Who knows? Probably Will Hopawati's turn, speaking of uh, handy fullbacks. He returned to that role last week for the Dogs, so shifted Dallin Rotene Zelezniak to the wing. Same rotation this week. Uh, that's where he'll stay. I really like Hopper at fullback. I think I had a Quick look today, he's about a 65 average at that position over the last couple of, of years. Um, Zelezniak doesn't look like he'll get back in that role anytime soon. Will Hopawati's had a quiet year, but I, I don't know. I'm 
sneakily looking at this guy in the next couple of weeks. Um, maybe not this week with his tough opposition and everything else, but yeah, is, is Hopper anyone you'd want to go near? Hopper's always been the type that's sort of too expensive to start with, but you grab him up some stage because he's such a safe play. He's sort of got that, you know, baseline 40s and he can go, uh, he's capable of a ton on his day. Um, push back at fullback, he's getting more involved. He pulled out a 70 on, on Monday. Um, so, yeah, he'll be someone I keep an eye on. But, he, again, I think you're going to get him at the similar price he is right now, um, be it in a month or two months' time. Yeah, be of 61 this week. And against the Roosters, obviously quite stingy. So, yeah, luckily he's uh, worth a watch in the next couple of weeks. But... Outside of that, nothing else for the Roosters. Angus Crichton, though, holds his starting second row spot with Orbo Gun still in the extended reserves. So that position looked like it was Orbo's to start uh, post-COVID, but Crichton's just been killing it there. Yeah. Um, another big chance this week. And our mate Fish jumped on him last week for a VC. Ooh, well done. Yeah, and he's still struggling down around 50K. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> When you're playing Milford alongside him in a game of 59-0, it doesn't uh, help your average for those two players. But, you know, we'll move on. We shall. Um, moving Dragons on to the Sharks? Sunday afternoon game. Yeah, Dragon Sharks. Um, the biggest survivor from this game is uh, McGregor, to be honest with you. I can't believe he survived that emergency Dragons meeting this morning. But... It is what it is. We push forward. Willie Army's out with uh, ankle injury or possibly Achilles, according to physio. Nothing, um, I haven't heard anything definitive, but obviously it was bad enough that he can't front up again this week. Tariq Sims out as well. Uh, that sees, if just, uh, sees Fui Moano um, back into the starting lineup, this time in the number 12, starting 12, which is huge for guys that held on to him. Um, you might have had him as a, a money cash option, but um, yeah, so he comes in and, and saves you there. You and Aitken comes in to replace Viliami. So um, some were saying Lomax might have been the scapegoat. I think you made that call when we were watching the game on Monday. Wouldn't be surprised yeah, to see well, Lomax as the scapegoat as he always seems to be. He just he missed that tackle out wide. He jammed in when he shouldn't have and. Yeah, you just look at that and coaches love finding that sort of stuff as an excuse to uh, wield the axe. But thankfully, he's been spared uh, possibly by the fact that Willie Army is injured. So, who knows? But thankfully, Lomax still holds that um, center wing spot yeah, down. Yeah, could prefer to see him at fullback. Than, hmm. you, you would. Um, but, it, I mean, he's playing well in the centers. He's getting sort of 40s at, at, with no attacking stats because there's none coming to St. George. So, there are worse plays um, than him. Matt Dufty makes his return on the interchange, who he comes on for during the game. Anyone's guess. For the Sharkies themselves, Noodles had a killer game, absolutely killer game. You'd be mm. kicking yourself if you um, had him and cut him at any stage. Um, <laughs> Brayley is another stupid Thanks. coach guy. Um, Toby Rudolph is the big one. He's getting um, with Fafita returning. Toby Rudolph returns to the interchange. Should st- still see around thirty-five to forty minutes. You'd think. Um, I don't think they're going to be pushing Fafita straight back to a sixty-five, seventy-meter uh, minute game um, on his return. But um, not too much more happening at the. Oh, sorry, Matt Moylan 
uh, gets back into the um, custodian role, uh, which sees William Kennedy officially done as a super coach option for this week. I'll take that from Kennedy, though. I'll take the uh, 70-80K he made. And knowing Moylan's made of tissue paper, the guy will be back soon enough. So, yeah. Yeah, it just does hurt. I'm looking at my team and I've got Willie Army and Kennedy sitting there on the um, interchange. So not much depth at the moment in the spot, but as we said, um, not much more and I can go to Tommy Talao. Willie Army will come back into the side and probably score you five points. Yeah, exactly. Money makers, mate. Those center wing money makers. <laughs> oh, boy. Wenon has just finished his team list article and he's probably going to have about seven hours worth of editing to do on this one because you Logan internet or it's my big city internet. Not sure what it is. I'd say it's the internet out here in the sticks. The the rabbit might have fallen off the turn wheel and I'll have to go check on him. He's all right. (laughs) Uh, We got there in the end though, mate. Third time's a charm. Um, Some of our best work, I would dare say, and it's been a good fun chat uh, to see how you're going. So glad you're hanging in there. Supercoach side is slipping, but as we said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So a long way to go. Mate, you fell this far, you can climb back up. Well, exactly right. And as far as my team is falling, my actual NRL team is doing pretty well. So that's saving me a bit of face at the moment. I'm enjoying, enjoying the NRL being back. Um, penciling in that Cowboys showdown in a few, I think it's a few weeks' time to uh, that surreal litmus test. We'll see how you go then. Yeah, by then I'm probably won our stake bet, haven't I? <laughs> what was our stake bet? <laughs> you bet me that the Cowboys would finish ahead of the Knights on the table. Oh, dear. Was that pre-COVID, post-COVID? That was pre-season. Oh, that's a big, strong boy, that one for sure, if I lose. Oh, okay. But no, nonetheless, we're here. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. Not a problem. Appreciate it. It's been a very, very interesting teamless Tuesday. So a lot going on. At least your trades this week are pretty well set. Straight but, uh, nonetheless, we'll easy. We'll be back uh, tomorrow anyway to run through some of the options for anyone who's playing around. If you've already got a best or a grant in, so still a fair bit to do there. Uh, interesting times ahead. But uh, yeah, have a good night, mate, and we'll chat to you soon. Sounds good, mate. Talk to you. Yeehaw. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.